from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Dollar Car Rental Studios, it's the Dave Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. I am Dave Ramsey, your host, Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey personality, best-selling author of the book, Redefining Anxiety, is my co-host today here on the air. We're taking your calls about your life, your money, and certainly with Dr. D here, we'll talk about your life. Uh, anything that's going on with you, we're here to help you. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Mike is with us. Mike is in Oklahoma City. Hey, Mike, welcome to the Dave Ramsey Show. Thank you, Dave. How are you doing? Sure, man. What's up? Yeah, my uh, my father passed away from COVID back on the 9th. Oh, no. And, yeah, it's been kind of rough for us. My mother inherited his 401k, and it's in his it's in his group plan. Um, they informed her she could keep it in there. She retired. He's debt free. We don't. I don't. We don't know what to do. Could we roll it over? They did tell her that uh, it would no longer be managed by the asset group, and neither one of us are in has any expertise in in investing. So. Mm. I'm so sorry. How old was your dad? 69. Mm. That sounds younger every day. Um, okay. Uh, how much is in the 401k? It's 720000 Okay. $720,000? Yes. Okay. Well, this is... Um, he also has a pension and life that all of this is going to be coming in, and we have nobody to think we to kind of figure out where we need to go. Yeah. We know we just know we don't want to touch it. Yeah, we want it to grow. But. Right. And does your mom have an income other than from this money that that she can live on, or do we need to draw some off of this to, for her to live? She she is. Uh, she received her social security. I think it's like two thousand one hundred and something dollars a month, and that's plenty uh, for her. Uh, like I said, the house is paid off, the car is paid off. He, he left her in really good shape, and they were debt-free. They worked themselves up yeah. out of debt. Well, yeah. she needs to get more than $2,000 a month, man. I mean, we need to we need to give her a better life than that because she's a millionaire. She is so tight. I know, I, but I, she needs to lighten up and enjoy a little bit of it. And uh, she she does not have to go hog wild and lose $200,000 at the craps table or something like that. But she ought to no. she ought to go and do some stuff and buy some stuff uh, here or there. And so I, I would have you draw a couple thousand dollars additional off of this money a month. That's $24,000 a year. That won't even touch it. There's no possible way she could go through this money in her lifetime doing that. But it would double her quality of life. And so let's do that for mom. So what you okay. need to do, here's what you're looking for. You are not, and here's what you're not looking for. You are not looking for a money manager, an investment broker who tells you what to do, and you just go along with whatever he or she says because they have letters after their name and a nice suit. This is how you lose all your money. Do not do that. Okay? Okay. What you are looking for is an investment advisor that will teach you and mom. And it may take a little bit of effort 
and it may be difficult during this time of grieving. So it's okay right. if you don't do anything fancy at first. So here's a, here's a couple steps for you that I would tell you to do. Number one, okay. let's don't get in a hurry on becoming an investment uh, uh, expert. You're not going to be one in 20 minutes, okay? Okay. Let yourself off the hook. But also, don't just turn it over to somebody because they're smart and you think you're dumb. That's how people yeah. lose all their money. Like those athletes that lost all their money, that's what they did. That was one of the anxiety uh, points for me to trust somebody. That yeah, you don't do that. It's not their money. It's your mom's money. You trust you and your mom. And the way you can trust you is you're going to learn. So here's some steps that allow you to move slowly and carefully. So rule number one is don't go fast. Rule number two is don't invest money in anything you don't understand, which means you can't go fast because it's going to take you a while to understand. Okay? Okay. That's okay. Mm -hmm. No shame in that at all. First time you drove the car, you don't need to drive it fast. That's all right. Right? Yes. Yes. Put the tractor in the backfield, let the bush hog down, and put it in granny gear and turn them loose, right? You can't mess nothing up. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Just go slow. All right? Now, so go to DaveRamsey.com, click on Smart Vester Pro, put in the information. It'll drop down a list of the pros in your area. You can interview as many of them as you want, and then you select the one that you like the best and your mom likes the best. And go with the way your mom, she needs to use words like, I like that guy. He feels safe. Mm. Okay. The way way her spirit reacts to the person is going to be a really good indicator. Does that make sense? Yes. And that's not so that you trust them to do stuff blindly. It's you trust them to teach you. The last step, after go slow and don't put money in anything you don't understand, the last step is with all financial people, especially in a situation like this where you feel inept because you are, you are looking not for a salesperson. You are looking for a teacher. They have to have the heart of a teacher. And you will know you have met with a teacher if after you leave their office you have learned something. Gotcha. Now, I would suggest that you roll this 401k and the pension into a simple money market account with a SmartVestor Pro. That's just a savings account like a bank. It's going to pay almost nothing, like 1%. They suck. But they're 100% safe, and it's just like opening a bank account. You can do that. You already understand that. Right. Then... Park your emotions and give you mom a little time to grieve. This is really fresh. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. It is. And then it's have it. another meeting with the Smart Vester Pro and another meeting with the Smart Vester Pro and another meeting with the Smart Vester Pro. And sometime around September, you will A, have learned enough and B, have given yourself time to cry enough that your brain is no longer in a fog and you can begin the investing process and moving some of it into mutual funds. Okay. Gotcha. But you need to learn about it. And you need to have a clear mind, and no one loses. Your mom and dad were married a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he no was one, a good provider. He cared for him. Yeah, cared he, for you guys. And you know, it's it just your your brain. Your mama's brain, brain for sure. Yours too. But your mama's even more so. Is in a fog of grief right now, and that's not when you make seven hundred thousand dollars decisions. Gotcha. You just put it in a savings account over at that SmartVestor Pro. Get it out of that company. Get away from them. Just park it there. Give yourself time to breathe. John? Yeah, and, and make sure most sons want to go in and fix everything. That's the way they're going to honor their dad. I want you to also make sure you take time to grieve, too. 
Make sure you've got some buddies you can talk to. Make sure you've got some people in your life that you can sit down and just say, I miss my old man and this sucks, and that you can cry as well. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. 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 I'm so sorry you guys are going through this, but those are your steps. Go slow. Don't put money in things you don't understand, and always hire financial people with the heart of a teacher. Those are your three rules. Listen, there are some basic things that you should be doing to take care of your family. A roof over their head, food to eat, a car to get you from A to B, and term life insurance. Term life insurance is an immediate need no matter where you are in the baby steps since your family is at no greater risk than when you're in debt. The only place I send you for this is to Xander Insurance. They shop all the top insurance companies and they're committed to serving you. That's why I use them and have recommended them for over 20 years. Go to Xander.com. Or call 800-356-4282. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today here on the air. His book, a bestseller already, Redefining Anxiety, what it is, what it's not, and how to get your life back. It's an 84-page quick read. We're doing these books, a few of them here or there, that are just a quick read for you. It's uh, not a, in other words, it's not a thick book. Uh, probably most people read it in one evening, mm-hmm. um, particularly if you're in, concerned about the subject. So, redefining anxiety. It's $10 at DaveRamsey.com. What it is, speaking of anxiety, what it's not, and how to get your life back. It is not a death sentence. Nope. It's not a forever thing. It's, it's not chronic pain. No, it's actually a, a, a good thing. Right. Whoa. There's a, a teaser. It's a good thing. It, it lets us know things are going on. There's a teaser. So, our last caller, you and I... And, and a bunch of you riding around in your car were thinking about that one going into the break. Dad passes away at 69, leaves $750,000 to mom. Plus a pension. Plus a pension. And um, paid for house. Mm-hmm. And had done a really good job. And um, now his son and mom are trying to figure out you know, how to invest and what to do. Um, that guy did a great job. Mm-hmm. That's a legacy. Yep. That's a legacy. The first thing when, when we hung up the phone, went to break, the first thought in my mind was, I hope I set my wife up like that. That's yeah. the goal, right? Yeah. I know I'm not going to be here. I hope that that's the conversation they're having, her yeah. and my son. Yeah, I mean, you know what the conversation normally is, is how do we pay for the funeral? Dave, I've sat with so many. I can't even count them. How many people I've sat with who have lost their spouse, and they're looking at me in the eyes, and there's this particular look, and they say the words, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there, it's the middle of the night, and I I, I don't know what to tell you. Because mm-hmm. I don't know what I would do either. I don't, you know I what I mean? manufacture $8,000 for a funeral. What I don't, do know, I I don't do? know where it's going to come from. Wow. Because I YOLO'd my, wife, my life away. Right. You only live once. Thank well, God it's Friday. Oh, God, it's Monday. <laughs> that's you right. can't take it with you. <laughs> and you freaking child, you immature little brat... Mm-hmm. 
you selfish individual, and you have absolutely no legacy because of it. None. I mean, one definition of maturity is learning to delay pleasure. <laughs> live like no one else so later you can live and give like no one else. It doesn't say you don't have a life. I have had a wonderful life. I've done anything I wanted to do, and I've completely set my family up. Right. Those aren't mutually exclusive. They don't have to be. Right. It doesn't have to be the only, you know, I live in a cave, click Lent, and only come out on triple coupon Thursday. Right. I don't have a life at all, and that's the only way you build wealth. That is not how most people build wealth. Most people build wealth while they're having a good life. And they just paid attention. Pay attention. And there's this, this consumer mentality for kids, especially. We've got to buy our kids this, buy our kids that. The new Xbox just came out, and it's $111 million. There's Xbox? Some, yeah, PlayStation, whatever it is. Can I tell you what happened last night? My wife said, hey, John, um, our daughter Josephine, she's going to be five here in the next couple of weeks. She just needs you. And I know what that means. And so I went and found Josephine and said, I challenge you. And her eyes got real big and excited. And she has made this sword out of uh, the inside of a, of a uh, like a presence wrapper, you know, like a wrapping paper. Oh, the, yeah, the, yeah. And we had a sword fight for about an hour to where I'm so sore Those today. Those things always break oh, over. Oh, they were broken. It didn't. She it just was ca- hitting and wha- it, it was incredible. Uh-huh. Then you find out she put a broomstick inside it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Beat her dad to it death. It cost no money. We had a great hour together. Bedtime was much better. This morning was better. And so you're talking about what's legacy, that we bought another wh- whittly D box or we had some time to go fishing, and I put some money in retirement. I was able to save. I was able to do these things that when, not if, but when it happens, when I just suddenly pass away, that my wife and my son and my daughter are saying, how are we going to invest this money, not what are we going to do? A godly man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, hmm. Proverbs says. And, you know, so it is a different grieving process when there's a pile of money there. Money does not make them come back. I trade all the money just to have him back. I, I understand. You don't get to make that trade. These aren't trades you can make. Right. So it's not an option. That's not. It's not one or the other. That's not how this works. It's just saying money gives you margin. You have room to grieve. You cannot do enough crying when you immediately have to go to work to keep the lights on. Yep. I mean, tomorrow morning, you got to go to work. When your 65-year-old mom has to go find a job. Tomorrow morning. Right. After he died yesterday. That's right. Because there's no money for the for the light bill. Yep. I mean, th- this is where people are. This is where a lot of people are, Dave. Yeah. And, and no one planned to be there hmm. at all. The but people, they didn't plan not to be there. I know. That's exactly where I was going. The, the ones that aren't there hmm. planned to not be there. That's right. That's exactly right. I, I just want people listening to this as you're driving or mowing the yard or walking around, wherever you're doing. I'm telling you, I've looked in the eyes of countless people who have said the words, I don't know what to do, and don't let that be your family legacy. And what they really mean is, is not only do I not know how to process this grief, that I, this broken heart that I have right now due to losing this person, but they're also saying, I don't even know how I'm going to bury them. I don't know how to bury them. I don't know where their papers are at their job. Mm-hmm. I don't know where our bills are because mm-hmm. we haven't communicated in 15 or 20 or 30 or 40 years. I just don't know what to do. And that's about having legacy conversations. That's about having a will. That's about all that stuff, Dave. And it it distills down to one word, intentionality. Yep. Just that one word. Be intentional. Dad, in the last call, is a hero. He is a hero. He did a great job. 
if I was going to coach him up, and you're him out there that has, is listening, you hadn't died yet, that means you're listening, right? I would add a couple things to his plan. Okay. Mom's clueless. That's right. He shouldn't have left mom clueless. Mm. Mom and him should have been meeting with the investment counselor and saying, here's what happens. And let me just tell you, that's what Sharon Ramsey does. She knows she, she's going to the, 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 the first call is going to be to the Smart Investor Pro. The second one will be the coroner. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, she knows exactly where they, her bread is buttered, right? They make podcast series out of these situations, <laughs> Dave. Yeah, that's really what's going to happen. Yeah. And, um, you know, she is uh, not an investment professional. I am. Right. But she has enough understanding, and she knows exactly who to talk to. Yep. And so she doesn't have to have this oh, my God, I have this money, and I'm scared by the money right. moment. And so one thing you can add to that last hero's story is I'd like for him to have trained mom mm. and had the counselor, the coach, the advisor, the Smart Vester Pro in mom's corner already right. where they didn't call Dave Ramsey, mm. didn't need me, yep. didn't, didn't call Dr. Deloney because mm. didn't need you, had that dialed in and just pick up the phone and call that smart investor pro because this is what we've talked about for the last 10 years as we've been doing our investing there and we talked about mutual funds and we talked about we don't do these and we do do these and here's how you pick a mutual fund and the very basics of investing where you have a basic rudimentary understanding you don't have to be an have an mba in finance right. and um my wife was a full-time mom for 36 years now mm. You know, so she's not an investment professional. Right. Uh, she's very intelligent, very capable of understanding the concepts and does. Do, have you had this conversation with your kids? Oh, yeah. As well? Yeah. That's a great gift that my dad gave me, was sitting down saying, here's where stuff is. Here's where the box is, where all my stuff yep. goes. Um, had so that- if something happens to me and Sharon together, mm-hmm. they know exactly which drawer. That's right. I've got the drawer at the house. We call it the legacy drawer. It's mm-hmm. where everything is. Right. Every piece of paper, every all the, the wills, the trusts, the uh, legal documents on the properties. And we go over that once a year, have a little meeting with mm. everybody, you know. Uh, ours is a wee bit complicated. But, of course. But, you know, you can. My family's all, this simple. All you got to do is just say, here's what to do, and here's how to do it, and here's. And then that adds yet another level of peace. 750000 adds a level of peace. Knowledge adds another level of peace. That's what I want you people to do. I want you to love your family well with being diligent in these things. This is the Dave Ramsey Show. Deloney Ramsey, personality, author of the number of the best-selling book *Redefining Anxiety*: What It Is, What It's Not, How to Get Your Life Back. Is my co-host today. Open phones at triple eight eight two five five two two five. William is in Wilmington, North Carolina. Hi, William. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I was. I've been listening to you for a little bit, and I'm. Uh, I guess I'm the opposite. I. I, I felt. Um, I felt like your last little rant is probably me. 
unfortunately. I just I uh I make about a hundred K. Um I just recently bought a house. So I I've been renting for like seven years or eight years since the divorce. And I just uh I have three boys and I, I don't know where to start, to be honest with you, about somehow budgeting because it always seems like I don't have any money. So I don't know what, I don't know where to start. I'm not familiar with the program. Um, and it's a little overwhelming. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. How old are you, man? I'm 49. The subject money is so big and so complicated. Uh, (laughs) it's like the uh, old African proverb. How do you eat an elephant? Mm. It's so big. Exactly. You know, where do I start? Uh, and the answer is a bite at a time. The good news for you is is that from 30 years of not only doing this ourselves but teaching other people to do it, uh, we have a map through the bites and what to do. And uh, we call them the baby steps. And, um, and there's nuances and sidebars and rabbit holes you can go down, but basically there's seven steps that you'll go through between where you are today and becoming very wealthy. And they're very clear and very easy to understand. That's good news. Uh, bad news is they're easy to understand, but they're hard to do because it's about controlling the guy in your mirror. And uh, I don't know about you, uh, William, but he's my problem. <laughs> he's my problem. If I can get that guy to behave, he can do a lot of stuff, right? He'd be skinny and rich. Yes, sir. And so, um, you know, th- that's the deal. So that that's the thing is personal finance is 80% behavior. It's only 20% head knowledge. So I can walk you through the basics. The first thing I want you to do is I'm going to put you into Ramsey Plus for a year, which includes our class, Financial Peace University. It includes Ask a Coach. It includes a tracker through the baby steps, and it includes the world's best budgeting app called Every Dollar. And that's where you're going to start. You're going to start with a budget. Okay? Now, a budget is not a theory. Yes, sir. A budget's not a theory. It's the map to the party. And if you right. don't follow the map to the party, you don't get to the party. Right? Right. So you yes, can't sir. make up your own freaking map. You can't turn left on the wrong exit and drive 100, 100 miles. You will not get to the party. So you have to – remember when you were a little kid and you used to say, you're not the boss of me? Yes, sir. You're, the budget is not the boss of you until you get it done. Once you've designed it, and told your money what to do, then it's the boss of you. It's gonna. You told it what to do, and you built it. Now you got to stick to it. Is the point? So all a budget right. is is every dollar. That's why we call the budgeting app every dollar. Every dollar has an assignment. Every dollar has a name. And when a hundred thousand dollars is given a name, an assignment each time, and you get to decide. You can decide. I want to blow fifty thousand of it. You can do that. But at least you did it on purpose this time. You're not going to do that. Right. But, you know, at least you're doing something on purpose. Right now, this is all happening to you. I want you to happen to it. So that's what the budget does. And when you lay out and you say, this is my take-home pay, and I've got two checks this month, and I'm going to have this much money in my account in this calendar month of January 2021, and you lay that down on paper, and then you assign every one of those dollars, you are going to have two experiences. Number one, you're going to feel like you got a raise. Number two, you're not going to be able to sit down for a week because you're going to be kicking your own butt on where that money's been going all these years. Right. Well, the, there's only the, the only one thing about budgeting, which 
I, is that I'm commission only. So doesn't I doesn't matter. I don't even know. You do know. Right. You do know what January looks like. No, not yet. Well, you not do you get I paid one day no. after you make the sale? No, sir. It's um, it's it's usually uh two weeks after the sale. Okay, then you have a pretty dead gum good get, idea what January is going to look like by the end of December. Right. We know what half of it's going to look get, like, and you also know what your pipeline looks like. Right. So you're, you're not going to be that far off. So you can still still do it. We'll show you how to do all that. I I grew up. I've never had a steady income. It's always been going up. Right. <laughs> so you once you got your budget going, you're making your money behave. You're going to feel like you got a raise. Then the second thing is, is we're going to walk you up the baby steps, and that says any money I find in the budget, what do I do with it? The first thing is you're going to save a thousand dollars. The second thing is we're going to list your debt smallest, largest, and get you out of debt. Everything but the house. Third thing is we're going to build an emergency fund of three to six months of expenses. And then once that's done, then you're going to go ahead and start putting fifteen percent of your income away for retirement. If you are currently doing retirement, you're going to temporarily stop it until you accomplish those first three goals and john there's such power in a clear path there's always a power in a clear path and when you find yourself at 49 and you're making good money and you're coming off a divorce and you got three little boys that's when the the budget if following that little that path a series of little wins can start to bring your whole life into focus right and you can start cleaning up a lot of that, as you said, that mess that begins in the mirror. Yeah. Just by following a small plan. Right. William, there's something that happens when you say, oh, I could never do this. I don't see a way. There's zero energy in that. It makes you tired yep. when you say that. Your voice kind of sounded tired. Mm-hmm. Sounds sounds broken. Exhausted, kind of. Yeah. Yep. Like I, hopeless. Right. But then what happens is when you can actually say, gosh, if I did this and this, and then I'd be there, mm-hmm. and then I'd be there, and you start to see it, yeah. and ho- you start to see hope. It's the yellow brick road. Each one yeah. lights up it's, as it's you like, walk, yeah. right? Every time you take a step, it's follow the yellow brick road. Yeah. You know what I mean? There That's you right. go, man. So I'm Mayor Munchkin here, dude. I'm going to walk <laughs> you through this, right? And, um, you know, that that is the that is the exact way it works. The, the proverb says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. Hmm. But when desire comes, it's the tree of life. There you go. And when you can see the finish line, you run a half, I run half marathon. When I, when I run a half marathon, I can see the finish line after running for two hours. Yeah. Hour and 45 minutes, I can see the finish line. You still have enough in your tank to sprint. You take off. That's right. It's crazy. And wh- how providential is this, this young man calls and got to be on the, on the line listening to another son yeah. Yeah. talk about my... 70-year-old father left us this. Yeah. And right. so, dude, you know, you got this 30 years, and you're the 20 years, you're that guy. Years. Make it happen. You're that guy. Make and, it happen. And you, you can be in a completely different setting, and you hold on. We're going to give you Ramsey Plus for a year free as Merry Christmas, and you go do everything in that. Change your legacy, brother. Do everything that we say to do. Don't change it. Don't fix the system. It's not broken. When we say do it, you go do it, and you will have an incredible experience an incredible result hmm. baby step one's a thousand dollars in the bank stop all investing until you get that some people make a hundred thousand dollars a year have never had a thousand dollars in the bank they don't even know what that feels like it's all gone through every month that's right it just goes straight through just in and back out only the names are changed to protect the innocent what's the payments can i afford the payments yeah it just goes straight through it's just a cycle right I feel like a rat in a wheel and i've had people tear up that make eighty thousand dollars a year and go I can't, it's just so weird. I feel, to, it's $1,000. Yeah. 
Why am I emotional? Because you've never had never control. Had yeah. You've never, it's always controlled you. You've never controlled it. Hmm. And when they sit down and go, okay, I got $1,000. Now what? Well, you list your debts smallest to largest. You pay minimum payments on everything but the little one. You sell so much stuff the kids think they're next. You get those stupid butt credit cards out, and you have plastic surgery tonight. You chop every one of them up, and you never again borrow money. And bring those three boys and let them watch you. Well, help to get them to help you cut the cards up. Cut them up. Let the legacy change today. Let the let the transition start today. Light some candles candles and have a ceremony. That's right. We're having a plastic surgery party <laughs> tonight. Put an end to this crap and get your life back. This is the Dave Ramsey Show. John Deloney, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Our question of the day comes from Blinds.com. They have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. It means even if you mismeasure, you pick the wrong color, they'll remake your blinds for free. You get free samples, free shipping. And with the new promos they run every month, you'll save even more. Use the promo code RAMSEY to get the best deal. All right, today's question comes from Anthony in Minnesota. Anthony writes, I've been saving money without my wife knowing. Uh-oh. I've been taking more out of my paycheck to put into my retirement account, and I also have been taking $65 a paycheck and putting it into an online investing platform for another savings account. I know this isn't right, but I feel as if it is the only way to save. I want to more aggressively pay down debt, but my wife thinks debt is normal. I can't convince her to be more frugal, and I know we should pay off debt with this money, but I'm afraid that once I do, that we will just get back into debt. I'm lying to my wife to attempt to provide, and it hurts. What should I do? Hmm. Stop lying. All right? That's why you got two doctoral degrees right there. <laughs> That's, I mean, <laughs> stop lying. Um, finding yourself in a challenge and lying to get around that challenge takes that challenge and sets it on fire. So the Ooh. first thing you got to do is stop lying. Mm. And so... I completely agree. I mean, she, and he's, he agrees. Yeah, he matter. knows. He knows. He yeah. knows. But so tell him what he should do. Man, what he should do. This is not a tolerable situation. No. And this is not a money situation. This is something that's deeper than this. If he thinks he's having to lie to protect his wife, if he's having to go behind her back in multiple different ways, um, then they've got bigger challenges in their marriage. And this this type of activity lets me think that he thinks it's okay, or not okay, but he feels like he has to lie in other areas, and that she may be hiding stuff. And so at the end of the day, everybody's got to sit down and probably at this point have a mediator, have a whether it's a marriage counselor or a pastor or a friend that they trust, and him and his wife need to have a what I would say a truth-telling session. They need to get somewhere where they can be honest with one another and do a clinical blood work on their marriage. How are they doing? Are they doing okay? They're not doing okay. They're not. Um, But they need to put all cards on the table. How are we doing? And then they've got to move into, I can't continue to be a part of a relationship where you don't care about our future. I can't be in a relationship with you where you're lying to me and hiding money from me. And everybody's got to come together and 
they are not even ready to build the future together because the foundation of this thing is so cracked. Over the years when I've looked at, been in these situations and someone sitting in my office, not as a Ph.D. in counseling, but as, as just a guy who's helping them with their money, I often find um, that it's almost like I want to give this guy a syringe with Red Bull in it mm-hmm. because he, instead of being aggressive enough in the relationship to cause a crisis mm-hmm. in the relationship, have a fit. We say have a duck fit, right? right? You know, I mean, just flopping around in the floor, create a crisis, be aggressive enough to go, Dad, gummit, this is not okay. Right. And you don't have to be mean or nasty, but this idea that I'm the passivity that has caused him to lie, mm-hmm. as opposed to being aggressive and just stand up in her face and say, no. No more. No. Right. And if you don't think yes, then we're going to go see a marriage counselor because no, we're not living like this. Right. We're not going to live broke to broke to broke and in debt our whole lives just because you want to whine. No. Or you just want to spend. Or, or whatever it is. Right. You know, he just will not face her down. Right. And I, I just want to run down to Walmart on aisle four and pick him up a backbone. <laughs> So, dude, install it. Well, the challenge with the backbone is... Because he's hiding out of cowardice rather right. than courage. But you have to have an or what. What happens And if? somehow he, he romanticized his cowardice as if he's trying to take care of his family. With deception, right? He romanticized, oh, I'm doing this for the good of my family. Because right. you're a wuss. you got to have hard conversations. But you also have to have an or what moment, right? So what if she says... If you choose to get out of debt, I'm out. This tells me Anthony is just punting that inevitable situation that's going to blow up at some point. So have the conversation. Here's the thing. She's not going to. No, she's not. She yearns for somebody to look her in the eyes and go, we're going to do this and we're going to win. We're going to do it today. And we're going to win. Right. Nobody has ever made her believe that you can win. Mm. And maybe, just maybe, it's her husband's job. In this case. <laughs> Not maybe, for sure. You know, I mean, right. I'm being sarcastic, of right? Course. But I mean, dude, step up. Man up. Hmm. Woman up. Woman, my husband, I have to hide from him because he's a little boy, and he wants to spend all his money on a lunchroom, and I you know, I have to give him money. He's not, he's not your son. He's your husband. Look him in the eye and tell him to man up. No more. Right. You know, so there is something about this kind of deception that has a passivity to it versus being mm-hmm. proactive and aggressive to actually get to the problem in the relationship because the relationship's the problem, not that's, the money. That's exactly right. It's just, it's just a, it's a red flashing light saying, danger, Will Robinson, this thing's going down. Right. Yeah. Gosh, we're going to have to go back and get lost in space clips. Because there's a whole generation that does not know what the robot looks like. Danger, Will Robbins. Danger. Remember those hands? Danger, Will Robbins. you don't know, Google it. That's right. And then he'd always get unplugged. Every Lost in Space episode, right? But to everyone out there, they are helping their marriage by hiding or lying or stealing or cheating. You're not. You're being a wuss. You're delaying the inevitable. Because you're not facing reality.
you're in an effort because you didn't have the courage to cause a problem mm. you're causing a bigger problem that's right in the nerd world they call it one down where i instead of causing a scene mm-hmm. on top i'm just going to gently drag this boat from underwater i'm going to pull the whole thing down it's going to take a long time and it's it's the one down power move i can't win up here i i am not going to head on up here so i'm just going to gently be an anchor and pull this whole thing down slowly drowned us oh my gosh right and that's what hiding and slipping around the corners and and got this account and that account and this, man you're gonna slowly drown i'd rather see the thing go down in flames because you went out swinging right yeah, yeah i put all the cards on the table i brought a friend i brought a pastor i brought a marriage counselor this is what this is versus as for me and my house this is the way it's gonna be this is the way it's gonna be you know, and you do, you know, the interesting thing is, is that people who are struggling with hope, who don't believe that it can, that you can win, when you declare with courage that we're going to do what it takes to win, they are so thankful for that. And it's, it's when your teenager doesn't believe that they can make it right. and you declare with courage, we're going to do whatever it takes by God for you to learn to do this. That's right. Leadership. We're gonna we're gonna get tutors. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna work until midnight. I'm gonna stay up with you. We're gonna have calluses on our hands and on our brain. We're getting this crap done. That's right. And you're gonna win. And you are not going down in flames on my watch. You're gonna turn the electronics off. You're gonna stop yeah. X. And you're gonna yeah. stop Y. Right. It's not yeah. just affirmative. You gotta stop. You gotta change your life too. Yeah. Right. We're going to do the thing. What it takes for us to win. What has to be true. We're gonna make a list of those things. We're gonna turn off that. Turn on that. That's right. And we're gonna and, and that that kid who is depressed and hopeless and looking down and 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 rebellious and everything else is just going to go thank god somebody cares me enough to bust me in the mouth Mm. metaphorically Hmm. and cause this to happen and that's man i've seen that in leadership inside these walls in this business i've seen that in families i've seen it everywhere else you have to have the courage to cause a scene which in my head is you gotta turn the lights on right yeah my friend my friend seth Godin says cause a ruckus cause a ruckus cause a ruckus no more you know, and do it in the marketplace. Go, go make a ruckus in the marketplace. That's good stuff. Very good stuff. Stop lying, Anthony. Yeah. That's it, right? Cause a ruckus. A lot of a lot of education to say stop lying. Cause a, Cause ruckus. a ruckus. Love it. So that you don't have to lie anymore. This is the Dave Ramsey Show. It's Kelly, associate producer and phone screener for The Dave Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but if you heard about an event, product, or service and didn't have a chance to write it down, don't worry. We list everything you've heard about during this episode in the podcast show notes or head to DaveRamsey.com. Thanks for listening. If you're looking for fun and practical ways to save money in your everyday life, you need to check out The Rachel Cruz Show, a podcast from money expert and my daughter, Rachel Cruz. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz, and I'm so excited to tell you about my podcast. A lot of people are living paycheck to paycheck, they're in debt, they don't even know where to begin, but they have this need, this want to get in control of their money. And if that's you, you have come to the right spot. So in each episode, you're going to get a ton of inspiration and practical advice. If you've not subscribed to the Rachel Cruz Show podcast, make sure you do it today. Hear more from the Ramsey Network, including the Rachel Cruz Show, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's James, producer of The Dave Ramsey Show. 
This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you've heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.